Welcome in, quick hitters. Big Friday. Week one has begun in the NFL preseason last night. Houston Texans and the New England Patriots. Finally get to see C.J. Stroud. It was a small dosage. Uh, we expect him to play a little more. Uh, had a hard time getting the rhythm uh, with only two for four, 13 yards. Had a pick, had a sack. What I got from that is, yeah, we would like for him to come in and show us some flashes of greatness. But realistically, uh, that was a high expectation. We would have loved to see a good bulletin board game by him. Nobody expected him to get taken out of the game that quickly. But due to the weather conditions, due to a slap offensive line you had to deal with, you want to make sure you protect him. But as a rookie coming in with a small sample, uh, I guess you could say good and bad. I give him probably a, a C minus uh, from last night. But one thing I think C.J. Stroud learned was the speed of the NFL. Because he's going to realize when he gets from underneath that center, he's going to have to diagnose plays very quickly. When he's running bootlegs, he's going to have to get into his action. Because the speed of the game is totally different from college. And once he picks up with the NFL speed, he's going to be okay. But small sample size, he couldn't really get into a rhythm. So we can't really fault him. But two for four, 13 yards. Uh, he had a pick. That was just one of the situations of the game with a speed he has to get used to. Because he's not going to be able to ball pump two or three times before he throws the ball. He's not going to be able to stare down receivers like he did. Not in this league. So he got something on tape that he's going to go back and look at. I know we wanted him to come in and show some greatness and flashes. He could have possibly turned it around. I heard he wanted to get back in the game and correct his wrongs. But uh, like I said, with a slap offensive line uh, due to the weather conditions, him being a rookie, uh, you didn't want something bad turning terrible. But uh, yeah, we wanted a perfect game from him. That would have been exciting if we would have seen it. But I think he's going to get better as the preseason go on. He just had a small sample size of the first game in the NFL, actually playing like a live game. So you got to expect some of that stuff he was doing, and he just got to catch up to the speed of the game. That was the main thing that I noticed right off the bat. And I think he realized the speed of the NFL is totally different from college. These defensive players are coming after you. These linebackers are very quick. So he just going to have to learn that offense to down to a crisp, get into his action, see where he's going with it, get rid of the football. He's not going to be able to sit back there like he did and start, you know, staring down a receiver. That is disaster in the NFL. He will learn that. They'll go back and look at the film where Bobby Slowick and uh, they'll key down some things and he'll get that corrected. And what about Tank Dell? Tank Dell had a wonderful game himself. We might have something there. We might have a jewel. Young guy coming out, getting the catches he did, and especially the one for the touchdown. Now that's concentration, that's acrobatic. So it's good to see that young guy go out there and make big plays like he did and get him a touchdown. As soon as he secured it, it was in enough time to where that foot was about to swing out of bounds and he just got control of it before that leg sweeped out of bounds. And when I seen it on the first instant replay, I was like, oh, that's a touchdown. I was like, if they call this incomplete, I'm gonna be highly upset. But good, they didn't go ahead and review it. They just really called it, hey, it was a touchdown, which it was. 
an outstanding touchdown because the time, like I said, he caught it with his foot swinging out of bounds. It was like right on time before that happened. So that was good by Tank Dell. Good focus. Uh, if you want to find something negative about that touchdown, you can say, well, he should have caught it the first time it hit his hands because it kind of, you know, ripped around and the ball just flew up. But you want to catch that on the first try if you want to find something negative about that play because that could have been an interception when you let a ball pop up in the end zone like that. So he got lucky he was able to come back down on him and he was able to gain control of it to get the touchdown. As far as the defensive side of the ball, I like what I was seeing last night. People were flying around. Uh, you got to expect that from a D'Amico Ryan's defense. I don't think we have too much problems there. Uh, they were swarming. Uh, they was getting people on the ground. We would have loved to see some turnovers, some uh, interceptions, and a lot of fumbles from this defense. And hopefully moving forward, we'll be able to do that. But like I said, we can't get too up. We can't get too down. It was the first preseason game. They were getting their feet wet. Whole new offense. You know, new defense. New players. It's going to take a little while. But yeah, we was hoping to, something to just stick out from last night. Uh, both of these teams, they're kind of running through the mud a little bit. It wasn't a crisp game. It wasn't played perfect. You know, New England, they trying to be on the rise and see what they can do this year. We're the same thing. We're hoping to move up in our division and play some different football from last year. But I'll tell you one thing. The main important thing is that they won the ball game. Now, take a look at this. In the past, if Houston didn't play a perfect game like they didn't in this first preseason game, they're either going to lose or they're going to get completely blasted. They're going to get blown out of that game. So that ought to tell you something different. They did not even play their best, and they still won the game. I think that says something. we never seen that in the past. Sometimes they play a decent game, and they still lose in the end, whether it's the third quarter or fourth quarter, they fall to pieces. That didn't happen in this ball game. So we're going to check out this box score real quick. Davis Mills, he looked like a a quarterback that started last year. You know, he's got a little more experience. I know people might want to try to look in and say, well, Davis Mills looked a little more comfortable. He looked it better than C.J. Stroud. Well, he was a starter last year. He has a little more under his belt. You know, he's not no rookie. So he came out there and he looked like he's been there before and he made some key throws. But to come out and say, well, maybe we should start him instead of CJ. No, I wouldn't go that far. Because you can say Case Keenum, you know, he came out and had a decent game as well. I mean, you got to understand Case Keenum is a veteran. Uh, Davis Mills came in and he was like, you know, he started last year. Yeah, it's a new offense, but you have a comfortability as a quarterback when you had enough snaps, you've seen enough defenses, and he was at the helm. So you can't look at it that way. I know some people are like, well, get a little nervous. But no, man, this, this rookie, he's going to catch up to speed, and we're going to get a lot more from him. But Davis Mills, he came out 9 for 12 for 99 yards, uh, 8.3 on his average, 126 on his rating. Case Keenum was 9 for 14, 79 yards, uh, 5.6 on his average and he got a touchdown. So him and Davis Mills got a touchdown apiece. And like we said, C.J. Stroud, two for four, 13 yards, uh, and he had a pick. Because like I said, a small sample size, and that's what you need to look at. 
instead of saying like, oh, well, he had a bad game. I mean, this is not even enough reps to say he had a bad game or that he had a good game. I mean, he was two for four, 13 yards and a pick. If you want something to glare out, yeah, you can say the interception, but hey, man, I think he could have turned that around if he played like the whole first half or something like that. We might have seen something different, had more on the stat sheet to really evaluate. But I wouldn't go crazy off two for four, 13 yards and that pick. Let's go down here to the rushing. Mike Boone, he had four carries for 25 yards, 6.3 on average, 12 was his long. He was a highlight for the running backs. Check down here, and as we've seen, Tank Dell, five catches, 65 yards, 13 on average. He had a touchdown, 24 was his long, and he was targeted eight times. So yeah, man, for a young guy coming out, I mean, will Tank Dell be the highlight receiver of this offense? Will he emerge into our superstar, so to speak? Uh, I don't know, maybe. But I think this guy can be a star in this league. He keep working on his crab. Now he's young, but he's starting to show that he can catch some big balls out there, pause, in this game. And as far as Nico Collins, uh, he had one catch, but it was a big catch. I mean, that was the first play of the game. And you want to talk about running somebody over. Now, in Madden, we call that a truck. I mean, he caught that ball, he speeded it up and collided with that guy and knocked him back 10 yards. But yeah, that was a good aggressive catch by Nico Collins. We got to see more of that from him, and especially down the field. He can be a big down the field threat for us going up and uh, high pointing balls for touchdowns and for first downs for big plays. So hopefully he emerges as well, because that can be a good combination with Nico Collins and Tank Dell if they're able to find a way to get it together. And on the defensive, this name here trips me out. I mean, I want to say 2020 is what I want to call his last name. I mean, they might call him 22. Don't mess with my 22. But he had five tackles, two solo. So uh, he was a standout in a small sample size that everybody got. But on the defensive end, he showed out. Now, the big rookie, Will Anderson, what well, he had just one tackle, uh, one solo, I guess you can say. That's a small sample size for him too. I don't even remember him being called on a PA. I don't even remember seeing him uh, making that tackle, if I can recall. Maybe that was a bathroom break or a run into the kitchen. I don't know, but I don't remember seeing him on the screen after he made that tackle. So like I say, small sample size for him. They didn't stand there very long, I can imagine. So that was it for the Texans. We'll go over here and take a quick peek at these Patriots. Uh, Bailey Zappi, hey, 12 for 14. This guy came out looking good. 12 for 14, 79 yards, 5.6 average. He looked it good. He didn't get a touchdown. He didn't get a pick. Uh, Malik Cunningham, right underneath him, was 3 for 4 for 19 yards, 4.8 on the average. Rushing, Malik Cunningham, 5 carries, 34. So he did a little passing. He did a little running. He had a touchdown running. As far as their receiving, you had Tyquan Thornton. He stood out with just two catches for 31 yards, uh, 15 on average, uh, 27 long. 
So uh, he had a small sample size, but he took advantage of it. So 20 to nine, the Texans beat the Patriots in the first preseason game. Got something on the books. Like I said, this game wasn't glamorous. They're gonna need to tweak some things. Both of them are gonna have to get fine polished because they looked a little rugged and uh, out of place a little bit, but hey man, the Texans got 20 points on the board, not even playing their best football. When have we seen this? Never. So if this offense find themselves getting together, fine tuning it, they can average 21 or 28 points a game if they get this in line. They scored 20 points when it didn't even look good at all. So when they fine tune it, why can't they average 21 or 28 points a game? I don't see why not. And the defense stood up. They only allowed nine points. So uh, Texas looking good, man. They looking good moving forward. So before we check out the Vikes and the Seahawks, we're going to put some plugs in the socket and uh, we'll be right back. Welcome in, quick hitters. If you haven't checked out the website, goodymogoods.com, check it out. We'll go into the store here. Got coffee mugs to start it off. We got the GDW 14 ounce mug. If it's black, it's strong. If it's cream, it's weak. If it's sugar, it's soft. If it's honey, it's sweet. So check those out. And we also have the tumblers. The GDW is fresher, the best. Tumbler with the bottle opener. We got that in black and blue and also in down to the ground GDW. That's a bottle opener at the bottom as well for $34.99. Matter of fact, I have it here. Stainless steel, very durable, good coffee mug tumbler. We also have the hats, the GDW 112 Warden Leather Badge, $25.99. You got that in white, the LP, and the GDW in black. Come down here, we also got the soft side coolers. GDW 360 18 can, free Bluetooth cooler for $105.99. Now, I will drop the price on that. Just send me a message or something and say, hey, can you give me a discount? Which is a good cooler with the Bluetooth. $105.99, but you go over here and look at the deuces, soft side cooler, GDW, $85.99. Maybe I can switch it over to $85.99, but like I say, you need a discount, let me know on that. And for the ladies, I haven't forgot about y'all. GDW, Warden Squad, Serapi, Women's Tank Top for $34.99. And the fellas, you got that Warden Squad, GDW, Tank Top as well for $34.99. So just come on down here. You see here the, the Raglan Tough Skin Women's Short Sleeve Shirt for $44.99. So ladies, let them know out there you got some tough skin. Very good shirt. So you go down here, you got the LP, you got the Goody Mode Gaming, you got the polos down here, Switch Moves, Month of January polos, some more t-shirts here, GDW, Texas Born, Laporte Made t-shirts. So yeah, take advantage of that. And like I say, you don't have to get the branded items. Everything in here is customizable to fit the way you like it. So just send me an email with the font and an image and we'll take care of you. And also remember, 5% off if you subscribe to this website for $19.99 a year. You get 5% off on all items in the store. So don't forget that. Actually, we can come down here. You have your subscribe form. Put in your email address. Click here. 
become a member gdw membership plan 1999 every year save five percent on all orders with this plan so take advantage of it thanks for y'all time and enjoy the show welcome back in quick hitters quick hitters and short crew so we're gonna check out the vikes and the seahawks box score there was a second game on uh thursday night nick mullins man he played good 14 for 20 139 yards seven yards on average had a touchdown jaron hall six of 14 37 yards about three yards on average uh he played decent todd chandler running back 11 carries 41 yards 3.7 on average he stood out and who came underneath him abram smith seven carries 18 yards he had about close to three on average come down here on the wide receiver jalen rager four catches 55 yards 13.8 on average so he stood out at the wide receiver slot Let's check out their defense down here. Theo Jackson, uh, six tackles, five solo. He stood out on the defensive end. Let's see down here. Belang got a sack. And that's the only thing they had. It's the only sack they had, huh? Only sack they had. So a total flip-flop from the Houston game. Uh, these teams looking to actually be in the playoffs and compete. It was more crisp on the offensive end. Big plays on defense that stood out uh, from both of these teams. So they're a little more polished. They're a little more seasoned. So you can expect that. 24-13, uh, to 13, the Seahawks had pulled this game out. But overall, it was a good Thursday night. Two teams are on the board. Have no complaints. But for the Texans, uh, they'll go back to the lab. They'll have their little joint practices with the Miami Dolphins. They're going to get better. Tyreek Hill ought to be uh, pressuring them a little bit on the deep side of the ball. Or is that secondary on the defense? But overall, I don't think it was all lost. I know we won't see Jay, like I said, to play well, to come out of the gate and just be off the charts. But it's not realistic. He's a rookie quarterback, and uh, he will get it. Man, he might come out in, in week two and show those flashes and be like, okay, he's got it now. He went to the lab. He's faster on his speed now. He's getting in and out of the huddle. He's diagnosing plays. He's getting rid of the ball. He feels a lot better. You know, he might could surprise you. And I think we should get a, a more of a big sample size from him. I don't think he'll be two for four. I think we need to get a, a full first half from him. So hopefully in this second preseason game, we'll get to see that. And like I said, for us, the defense, defense looked good to me. Uh, we didn't unleash him all the way. Everything's vanilla. You're not going to show everything, your full hand on defense. You're not going to show your full hand on offense. But like I said, overall, Thursday night, it was good. Football was back. I enjoyed watching the games. Uh, we have some today, running into Sunday. So we're uh, going to get a handful of it. But other than that, y'all have yourselves a big Friday. Uh, the weekend is here. 
get that work day over with and uh, have a good time and enjoy the rest of these games. It's GSQH, Goody Mo Sports Quick Hits. Remember, check us out on Twitter at GoodyMo17, at GoodyMo Gaming to check out your gameplay for this year for the new madness coming out. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So uh, y'all enjoy y'all Friday and uh, we out of here. Peace. Thank you.